0: Welcome to the Tideline Talks podcast, where we discuss all things related to sports medicine, health and wellness, we dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that's easy to understand. It's hosted by yours truly, Dr. Michael Scafani, founder of Tideline Sports Performance and Rehabilitation. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Tideline Talks podcast. Dr. Michael here today to talk to you about how fitness is like one of my favorite games growing up, Dungeons & Dragons. Now, some of you may have been super cool like me back in the day and gotten a chance to play this awesome game. It's a role-playing game. It's got some fantasy in it. And growing up, I was a hefty little band nerd and absolutely loved fantasy and video games. Honestly, much to my wife's chagrin, I still do. Maybe some of you still play Dungeons and Dragons, which I'm super jealous of since I wish I had more time to play uh, right now. And then, of course, there may be some of you out there who have never played or worse, never even heard of Dungeons and Dragons, oftentimes referred to just as D&D. Well, today I'm going to blend the best of both worlds, fitness and Dungeons and Dragons. So what exactly is this Dungeons and Dragons game? So Dungeons & Dragons is simply a fantasy role-playing game where everyone in your group rallies together to complete an adventure quest that's designed by one person in the group that we call the Dungeon Master. So you can create characters like warriors, rangers, archers, wizards, druids, dwarves, you get the idea. And each character has certain special skills like strength, speed, magic, intelligence, etc., and a certain amount of points that are allocated to each of these skills based on your individual character. Now as you go through different quests, you start to gain experience points that allow you to level up these skills. So your group can use each other's character strengths and weaknesses to work as a team to complete the quest. For example, dwarves are strong, but they really suck at magic. So if there's a large stone in your way along your path, a dwarf is likely to be strong enough to push it out of the way. But the opposite is true for wizards, so they're really great at magic, but they don't have a lot of physical strength. They may not be strong enough to push the same large stone door out of the way, but maybe later on, when a giant troll stands in your way, a wizard can cast a spell to put that troll in a trance so that your whole group can safely pass by. So how does this awesome game of Dungeons & Dragons tie into the world of fitness? Well, I'm glad you asked. Each of us have our own unique character profiles within our own strengths and weaknesses. So I like to think about all of our individual athlete fitness profiles kind of like a pie chart. So there's a finite number of points you can play with and distribute towards each category. So I think the categories of fitness are endurance, strength, body weight movements, power, and then body awareness slash gymnastics. For example, maybe your main activity used to be or currently is running, and you love to do 5Ks, 10Ks, or even longer distance races. (laughs) Our lead clinician, Dr. Mallory, who used to be a D1 track and field star and currently runs half marathons. So your character fitness profile is going to have a lot of points in the endurance category and likely a moderate amount in the body weight movement category for things like air squats, burpees, etc. But your raw strength may not be the greatest at this time since you've spent a lot of time working on your aerobic endurance and not as much time improving your numbers for lifts like squats, strict press, deadlifts, cleans, etc. So let's say we have a workout that has running, burpees, deadlifts, and handstand push-ups in it. You're likely going to do really well with all the running and burpees, but when it comes to the heavy deadlifts and some of the handstand push-ups, you may struggle a little bit. So we've all seen that person in the gym before, right? They run like a gazelle with little to no effort, but then struggle with a heavy barbell or dumbbell movement. Your particular character fitness profile lends itself towards different elements of that workout and away from other elements of the workout. So let's go over another example. Let's say that you've always enjoyed going to the gym to lift weights. Movements like squats, bench press, power cleans, deadlifts, those are all your jam but maybe you've only been eyeing the cardio equipment from afar. So if we have that same workout that involves running, burpees, deadlifts, and handstand push-ups, you may feel good on the deadlift, but not so great with the running. So you all know this person, right? They can deadlift a house, but then ask them to run around the block and they're doubled over with their hands on their knees sucking wind. So obviously these two examples are extremes and likely most of us fall kind of within this spectrum, but you kind of get my point. So all of us have certain movements or workout styles that call to us and that we're better at than others without any training whatsoever. So pretty much what nature gave us. We may naturally have more player points in the endurance category or the strength category or maybe even the body awareness slash gymnastics category. When we first start working out, we only have a small pool or collection of player points. So when we train a certain way, we begin to allocate some of our player points towards that skill or that style. So if you continue to run, you get a better engine, and more of your player points get shuttled over into the endurance category. However, the first few years that you work out, I really believe that you only have a finite total number of player points to play with. Let's arbitrarily say that that total number of player points is 100 points. If you're naturally strong, you'd probably have around 70 or so points in that strength category, but then you only have 30 more points to distribute to the other categories, like endurance, power, gymnastics, etc. So you might be able to squat 350 pounds, but then get absolutely gassed with 10 burpees. As your fitness journey continues, the number of player points you have to play with starts to increase. So this is because your body begins to respond to training and working out in a certain way. Your body is pretty cool like that and can, to a certain degree, begin to adapt to the specific demands that you throw at it. So now instead of only having, say, 100 player points to play with, now maybe you have 150 points. Now you can start to allocate more points towards endurance or power development without compromising any of the other categories. So if you train the right way, you can begin to have your cake and eat it too you can squat 350 pounds and still run a sub-7-minute mile. However, you may find that after a few years, your body begins to plateau at that 150-point mark. Now if you start to really focus on one element or category, another may get sacrificed. For example, when I started my CrossFit journey, I came from a pretty good strength background and power background from playing rugby, but my cardio and gymnastics game was absolute garbage. So a 200-meter run outside used to make me just want to vomit, like both by looking at it on the whiteboard and by actually doing it. After a few years, I started to work more on some of my weaknesses, like rowing and sprinting intervals, butterfly pull-ups, muscle-ups, etc. However, I noticed that as my endurance and my gymnastics body awareness skills improved, I lost a little bit of strength. So now instead of being able to back squat over 400 pounds, my new one rep max for squat was only 375 pounds. To me, this was worth it because that, you know, about 30 pound sacrifice off my one rep max back squat allowed me to be a more well-rounded athlete and to enjoy my workouts a little bit more. But what I want to point out is that I never really stopped working on my back squat. I just put a little less emphasis on squatting as heavy as I did before. So now I start to rotate heavy back squats into the rotation, but they're also trickled in with other skills and other things that I want to improve on as well. Heavy back squats just became a less frequent movement in my rotation as I worked on those other things. So for those of us that participate in CrossFit, the open season is upon us now. So I like to use the open as sort of like a progress report to check which fitness elements I'm doing well in and maybe which areas I could use some more work going forward. So it's fun to think about our fitness profile like a Dungeons and Dragons character profile. So for example, 22.1 had wall walks, dumbbell snatches, and box jump overs. So let's say that you're a really strong athlete that 50 or 35 or whatever dumbbell that you used for the dumbbell snatches may have felt super light. But then as you start to do those 15 box jump overs, maybe that's a lot because you know that's a lot of endurance. It's a 15 minute workout and you start to get gassed really easily. Now let's flip that around. Maybe you're somebody that's very light on their feet, has a strong motor, has good body awareness, so those wall walks, not too bad, and the box jump overs, really not too bad either, but that 50-pound or 35-pound dumbbell for the snatches can really get to you after a while, especially for 12 reps. So it's fun to think about our fitness profile, kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons character profile. So hopefully thinking about it in this way makes your overall fitness journey and tracking some of your strengths and weaknesses more fun as well. All right, everybody, enjoy the rest of your week and I'll catch you all next episode. Hey, real quick, before you go, I just wanna say thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram and tagging at Tideline Sports Performance so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from us, make sure you follow at Tideline Sports Performance on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. All right, guys, catch you next episode.